Hi, I'm Brittany Bly. And I'm Anna Marie Newell, and welcome to Pilot Lights. The podcast brought to you by two highly unqualified adults who break down pilot episodes of new and old TV shows. And just so you know, this podcast comes with a permanent spoiler alert. Sunday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm here with my wonderful, lovely co-host, Anna Marie. How's it going, Anna Marie? I am doing pretty well. I'm, uh, I don't know. Yes, I'm, yep. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's been a week. I always feel like, I always feel like after Halloween, everything just goes in fast forward. Because remember I told you, like, yeah, Halloween is my favorite month, or October is my favorite month because Halloween's the kickoff to the holiday season. Yep. Okay, well, now two down, one to go. I guess yeah. two to go. I don't really count New, New Year's. Years, yeah, I don't sure. count New Year's either. Right? It's just the day before we have to go back to work, so. <laughs> I know, and it's like, I never go to any parties. I never, no. whatever. So. I know. I just eat way too much and play games and then go to bed and sleep in and then. Yeah, it's like I don't even want to stay up anymore. It's like, okay, the ball drops, like whatever. And then sometimes I'll like, sometimes I will stay up and I'll mm. text people because I'm, there's a thing, like I'm always either alone or I'm just with my mom. Yeah. So I'm not even like really surrounded by friends. Yeah. And then so I'll text my friends and they're always in different time zones. And it just like loses its savor that it's like, oh, I'm in the new year, but you're not. So like, what's the point? I'm just going to yeah. go to bed. <laughs> no, I 100% get that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, when, whenever I'm in Minnesota, we will play the ball dropping an hour early. So the kids like are like, yay, yeah. New Year's. Woohoo. Yeah. And then they go play and then we just like keep playing games. And then it's like really midnight and we're like, oh, yay. It's actually midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's watch it again. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I, uh, this, I feel like November just fast forwarded. It's already over. I know. And um, I know today I'm actually, do you see my shirt? Yeah, I got it's really pumpkins nice. and thank you. Yeah. got pumpkins and leaves on it. Um, and like, I looked super cute when I went to church today and people were like, oh my gosh, look at your shirt. And I said, I know it's still November. I can wear this. Even though we, <laughs> we sang like four Christmas songs, really? which I guess, which I do. I do love. Yep. And it's, I think it's allowed now. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like more socially acceptable to yeah. listen to Christmas music or even like dress it. But anyway, I was like, I gotta wear my pumpkins. Well, I like it. It's like brown, orange, and green. Very nice. Tis. Thank you. Um, did you wear your black gre- uh black jean skirt with it? No, I'm wearing oh. a brown skirt. Okay. okay. <laughs> In my boots. That goes yeah. well. No, I did look cute. Oh man. Well, are you ready for work tomorrow? Um, absolutely not. But it is just a staff day, so no kids. Thank goodness. Jeez. I know. But I have to like present on something, so it's like mm-hmm. okay. Well, we don't have that. <laughs> you just, just go literally have to go to work. Right back in. Mm. Yeah. And there's already a storm of things waiting for me that I put oh. off on Friday. It's not even Friday on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, eh, Monday, Brittany can deal with this. <laughs> well, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, now you're biting your past self in the butt. Yeah. Kicking, biting Kicking, him in the butt. I don't butt? think I'm biting my butt. <laughs> Definitely not biting any butts right now. He touched the butt. Fighting <laughs> okay. Nemo. Yeah. Oh, yep. Got it. <laughs> in case, in, in case, case no anyone... one knew what I was referencing in and case... thought I was a weirdo. In case everyone was sleeping in 2003. <laughs> Is that when Nemo came out? Anyway. I don't know, but I did buy it for Christmas for my mom on VHS, and it's a Recently? blue VHS. No, <laughs> back then, because oh, okay, as it. a child, it's like, hey, mom, Merry Christmas. Here's a present for you, but it's really. Yeah, that's really nice. Did she watch it or was she like... No, of course go. not. Yeah. She didn't care all the, at all about it. Oh, wow. I, it was 2003. Wow, you're really good. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Should we get going? Yes. All right. Introduce our show this week on Marie. Okie dokie. This episode, we are talking about the pilot of an Amazon original series called... Mm-hmm upload yeah i have never heard of it i i'm like surprised but also not surprised by that so that's fine because there's so Um, much tv these days it's true and it's on prime and i feel like prime originals it's like what even though hey fleet Fleet bag was i know there you go so um so anyway okay prime original it's called upload it uh is from last year (laughs) Right? It, like, started in 2022. No, no. May 1st, 2020. Oh. JK. It started. Original air date was May 1st, 2020. Don't worry. I'll cut that other part out. (laughs) So, wow. 2020. What was happening back then? (laughs) Literally, we were two months into COVID. Yeah. And that's why... Actually, I am surprised, though, that we didn't start watching it until just now because... Yeah. That's all we did back then. Was we just sat television. and watched things because the whole world was like unraveling around us, you know? This is true. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, this show is uh, created by Greg Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to oh, remind our yes. listeners? So Greg Daniels produced slash wrote slash directed many shows that I love and have watched. Mm-hmm. Mainly The Simpsons, King of the Hill. Yep. And the office. Yep. Um, fun fact: He uh-huh. started writing this show right after the finale of The Office aired. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Wow, in the interesting. Okay. Um, so, if anyone hasn't really heard about this, let me just read the IMDb blurb. <laughs> Ready? Mm-hmm. A man is able to choose his own afterlife after his untimely death by having his consciousness uploaded into a virtual world as he gets used to his new life and befriends his angel real world handler questions about his death arise yeah i actually think that's a really good like Mm -hmm. uh summary yeah yeah it's like informative but vague enough to be intriguing yeah i agree okay um so Anyway, I just want listeners to know I have pretty much seen all of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the most recent season, we're in season three as we speak, and it's actually coming out weekly, and I didn't know that. So <laughs> when I was like watching all of it 
I thought it was like, oh, a really short last season. Yeah. And it ended. I was like, that was a weird ending. Um, until I, <laughs> until I went back and I was like, what? There's three more episodes. But for the most part, I've seen everything. But Brittany, how many did you just watch pilot? I think I watched. So I actually watched the pilot episode like the same day we recorded Fleabag, I think. Oh. And then I think I watched the second episode and then I rewatched the first episode again today. Okay. So I've only seen the first two, two episodes. Alrighty. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just so listeners like understand that, you know, our, uh, where we're coming from with our background information. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So uh, let's talk about the cast. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Main character is named Nathan Brown and he's played by Robbie Arnell. Is that Arnell? I think it's Amal. Sometimes if you put an R and an N right next to each other, it kind of looks like an M. Uh-huh. Um, do you yeah. know what I first know him from? Um, no. Go. Che- what? Cheaper by the Dozen, too. <laughs> oh. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> With my friend Brandon Button. <laughs> it was our movie. It was like our go-to movie. Not Cheaper by the Dozen 1. Two. Two. <laughs> it's not good, by the way. It's not a great movie. Yeah. Um, Robbie Amel, is that what mm-hmm. you said? Mm-hmm. Um, he's in like a lot of little different things. And I feel like if people saw him, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's that guy. I like he looks like a Hallmark actor. Oh, and he's even in like a new, I think it's a Netflix movie the, the for christmas oh never mind oh it's no it's free v original it's called xmas wow uh, with leighton meester but anyway he's in like so many little tiny things um so i don't know if if you recognize him you recognize him you yeah. will recognize him I you think. will yeah 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 even if you don't he looks like somebody that you do know from like the <laughs> 90s in my mind i'm like i it's feel like true. he looks like the guy who played superman in lois and clark Christopher Reeves? No, no. The TV show in the 90s. I can't remember his name. Anyways, let's keep going. So, Dean Kane? Yeah, a little bit, right? Um, You know, strong jaw, yeah, handsome, dark. handsome man. So there you go. Yeah, dark hair. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's Nathan Brown, and he, we'll get more into the plot. So anyway, um, then we'll go to Nora Antony, played by Andy Allo. Mm-hmm. And she... Her character, um, like, works at the company. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, and so she is his uh, angel, yeah. if, you know, in quotes. Yeah. Is she from other things? I the like only thing I stuff. saw on IMDb was Pitch Perfect 3, which I did oh, not see. Oh, wait. Excuse me? <laughs> we live together, and I did not make you watch Pitch Perfect 3 is when we did one? our... That's when they're doing the tours with like the USO, and then I saw it. Okay, fair enough. Carry anyway. I think she's in like one of the opposing groups or something. Got it. Yeah, maybe makes sense. I think she's a singer. Probably she's like a very calming voice. Yeah, she does. You know, like as you watch this show, makes sense because she's one of the like quote-unquote angels is what yes like the handler she's yeah. the handler real world handler so then we have nathan's girlfriend ingrid canerman 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, she looked super familiar. Her name, the the actress who plays her is uh, Allegra Edwards. And mm-hmm. I looked up her IMDb and the only thing I'd seen that would have been familiar as New Girl in like the Mindy Project. So she must have just played like a passing role in that. Yeah, I agree. She looks so familiar. And I think she just reminds me of like other people. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, but she's was in like Modern Family and New Girl and the Mindy Project, but probably only like really tiny yeah, like roles. A passing boyfriend or, or girlfriend or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only other person that I feel like I mean, there's other characters too, uh-huh. but the uh, one character that I feel like that showed up more than once in the, in the episode is Luke, his friend Luke in the afterlife. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's played by Kevin Bigley. He had probably one of my favorite lines in the show when he, uh, when they're what? No, I was like, do you remember it? Can you say yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's when they're talking about how they died when he meets Nathan and he's like, well, how'd you die? And he's like, well, spoiler, but he's like, oh, I, I uh, crashed in myself driving car crashed into a truck and then he starts laughing and he's like no i'm serious he goes oh okay and then he's like well how did you die and he goes well i served in iraq lost my legs spent my time in a wheelchair and then i wheeled myself on up to get transferred or, or uploaded and then he goes but look what i can do now eh? and he starts dancing yeah sue a scan yeah but he's played it. by kevin i already said that kevin bigley anyways okay yeah. Um, and just there's right. There's like so many other characters. I just want to <laughs> mention there's this one guy uh, who is like the AI guy, which will make w- way more sense as we talk about this show. And he's played by Owen Daniels and he is Greg Daniels son. Oh, not I funny. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Who does he play? He's the AI guy. He's the. Do you meet him in the first episode? No, yeah, he's the server, he's the waiter, he's the bellboy, he's the elevator guy, oh, he's the it's like the he same is guy. everybody. Okay, got it. Yeah. Bup, yeah, bup, yeah, bup. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. funny. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um yeah, that there we go. You Ready know what I the... found on IMDb that I've never seen for the first time? What? Or like keywords? Have you ever looked at that? Um, so on IMDb, there's like a section where you scroll down and it says keywords and then it has like subgenres. So I don't know if it's like words that people frequently search while they're looking up different shows. Yeah. But like subgenre, artificial intelligence, plot timeframes, timeframe 2030s, which I thought that this took place in like, I didn't know what year this took place in. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. Plot details, <laughs> virtual world, suspicious death. Virtual afterlife, VR sex, selfish girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, I see that. I see it. I see it. I wonder if that's what you looked up when we watched Crimson Peak. When it was like, <laughs> no, guys, it's a comedy. No, it's not. No, you said it's a love story. And I was like, you mean incestual love story? <laughs> With no, a guys, bunch of blood? It's a romantic. It's a, oh it's a period po- drama. No, it was awful. Yeah. Anyways, carry on. Female handler. Wait, what were we talking about? Keywords. It oh, what year yeah. it took place. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think it was stated in the pilot what year it was, but I know it comes up yeah. later. Well, Just like in passing. And I definitely remembered it and now I forget. But it's, it's 20, I think it is. It's 2033. Okay. Well, I looked go. it up on the trivia. But it's funny because when you go into Nora's apartment or her dad's apartment or whatever, and you see like 
2024, it's a poster, like a presidential poster, and it's Oprah and Kamala Harris. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's get into the plot. All right. So we start off um, with like an ad to this afterlife, but I don't Mm -hmm. remember what it's called. What is it called? The afterlife? It's called Lakeview. Lakeview. And you're like, oh, it's like a commercial. And then it zooms out and you're sitting on a subway that's in New York and it pans across and there's just people sitting on the subway Mm -hmm. and one woman is watching 51st Dates. (laughs) <laughs> on like a handheld device and then we this is where we meet nora for the first time yeah so nora's kind of watching along and then she gets off on her stop which i found very relatable she's trying to get off and can't um <laughs> but we find out that she's working for this company that is owned by a it sounds like a cell phone it's company. called yeah it's horizon. called horizon yeah so it's horizon and there's a few conversations where you're like wait what is this but she's Basically, this person who handles people who've, what is it, scanned their life mm-hmm. and uploaded into um, a virtual, yeah. uh, you know, Heaven? space. Yeah. 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 And so it's kind of like this VR artificial intelligence, but it's basically like I've seen a black mirror episode that's exactly like this. Yes. And people have referenced that, that it's almost just like that. But it's like a comedy and it's also like, a little bit like the good place too at the same time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we we see her kind of introducing this new entity into the world. And then it flashes and we meet Nathan and he lives in California and he's mm-hmm. in a self-driving car and seems a he's like very arrogant, kind of cocky. Um and he's going home for Thanksgiving. Right. And he's well just so you know, so he's in a self-driving car. Um, but he's actually on a video call with a friend and they are programming, like computer right. programming, coding, right. yeah. like while he's driving, but that's because the car's driving. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, yeah. And then he somehow overrides the car and he starts controlling it with a, a video game controller. Yeah. So <laughs> and you see his car like whipping around. He gets pulled over by a drone cop. Yeah. Yeah. Which is such so a anyway. great idea. I like kept thinking about that. I'm like, if you had drones yeah, to pull people over. Anyways, yeah. he tells us that, or he, we find out he's going to his home for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We get there. Um, but is that is that the friend that he was talking to? Yeah. Who Jamie. comes later and he's like, wait, why is Ingrid here? And I don't get that part. Is it because they've not been dating for long or is it because he's No, like I think it's because up? Ingrid is like a terrible person and like super selfish like our imdb keyword has said and um and i'm sure nathan has probably talked to his best friend about yeah probably like breaking up with her yeah and then it's like what why is she here like we have nothing to talk about or whatever (laughs) um so it's a little awkward and then yeah nathan's like oh no yeah she's here whatever so they're I don't know. She, he's like dancing with his niece, which is oh my like, gosh. can we do some classical dance? And it's like, what are they dancing to? Like a G6. Yeah. And they're like, definitely like twerking and dancing, but it just, it was very a uh, remnant of Back to the Future 2, where it's like this weird, I don't know, that family dinner was just funny to me. Um, um, yeah. And what's interesting at that at their dinner. So it's, yeah, it's Nathan's family. Ingrid is there. You can tell she doesn't fit in. She's just like really 
I don't want to say elegant, but like just very put together person. And they're just like a normal family. Okay. Like there's nothing wrong with them. Okay. And, um, and something about, uh, her inviting Nathan to her grandmother's 100th birthday. Oh, Oh, I thought she died. Oh yeah. Well, she's in heaven. Which one? Lakeview. Oh, I hear that one's really nice. Yeah. So then she's like, and then Ingrid's like, yeah, we're a horizon family. Unlimited data on both sides. <laughs> it's just like, see, that's one of the things about this show that they just like put in. Yeah. Uh, how do you explain it? Just these um, Easter eggs kind of. Yeah. And, and okay. It kind of reminds me of Pixar and how Pixar shows about toys and cars and emotions. <laughs> like they all have like, personified things or or things that like we use but then they've incorporated them into a toy world or a car world and so for us it's like oh unlimited data on both i don't know it's just something it's kind of funny but then you're like oh that could actually be real it it (laughs) also gets it you like get it because it's like language that we use exactly unlimited data on both sides (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we're kind of like introduced to this idea. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to have celebrate her birthday as like a family. And you're like, oh man. And I don't know, it just kind of is an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they kind of get in the conversation about like afterlife and the mm-hmm. parents are like, well, I don't know. We're not, I'm going to, I'm going to upload my conscious to a, a thumb drive and wait for mm-hmm. these guys to finish their free trial before we can like get in there. So you're like, oh, there's like a money component to the afterlife as well. Yes. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So after their dinner, um, Ingrid and Nathan Nathan. are in their car (laughs) having sex. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he's dropping her off at her house or she's like going to their house. Anyways, she's like, can you sleep over? And he says, fine. Um, He's like, but I do need to like meet up with my friend. Anyways, he goes to go shopping, gets in his car. He's driving. Self-driving car. The self-driving car is driving and he he like looks up and he says like, hey, there's a parked truck ahead. Yeah. And the car says, no, there's nothing in the path. And he goes, no, I can see it. Like it's it's parked illegally. You need to stop. And the car (laughs) doesn't. You must be drunk. Yeah, you must be drunk (laughs) again. (laughs) And so then um, he's trying to manually override the car. And the, it doesn't, and he car- he crashes into the truck. Yeah. And then we see, it goes back to Nora, I think. And she- Right. And so Nora, so she works at Horizon. That's the company that has the upload. Yeah. Um, whatever. I don't even know. Server. Remember whatever. That. Yeah. For uh, Lakeview. And she, so she's a person who, she's like a real person. And she, um, I guess, helps create the like avatars of the people who are uploading and like living forever in this world. And she also like introduces them to the world. That's why we mentioned she has a very calming voice because she's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, wake up on the count of three, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So she actually starts looking at Nathan's files and I wonder were they notified because he had gotten in an accident or something? I don't know how the timing worked out that way. Yeah, I don't know. But she starts, like, looking at him and creating an avatar. Yeah, based and, on, like, yeah digital files yeah, of uploaded. his memory, which is yeah. 
Really interesting. And so yeah. she'll like take screenshots of him because he's always looking in the mirror, which uh -huh. is interesting. And we've seen that in a few scenes already. Um, and so she's like making his hair and all this stuff. And then she comes across this one memory. I think he's with Jamie and it like gets scratchy and it, and then on her computer, it says memory file damaged. Is and Jamie like, his coworker? Yeah. That and friend okay. who was at, who he was programming with yeah, yeah, yeah. and who was at dinner with them. Um, and the file was damaged and she's like, wow, <laughs> like usually the memory files aren't damaged like that. So she kind of saves it in this other file anyway. And then, um, we cut to him, Nathan in the ER and she's or like, watching this file. She's watching this memory as it's happening. Yeah. Um, but he's on the gurney and they're pushing him and they're like, yeah, and all those are dropping. Right, right, right. Um, and then Ingrid is there and it's like, oh my gosh, you have to upload now because apparently you can't upload once they're actually dead, dead. So um, there's like only a window of time that they can actually upload and be successful. And he's like, oh, but I don't know. So anyway, it was just this conflict between should I upload now or should I go into surgery and actually like be operated on to hopefully live longer? And then Ingrid is kind of pressuring him into um, uploading into Lakeview because then when she's older and dies, like she'll be in Lakeview and they'll be together forever. <laughs> and you can tell he's like, uh, Ingrid, you're great. But and he like <laughs> wants to break up with her like right then on the gurney. Um, anyway, he feels pressured and he actually signs the terms and conditions, whatever. And then they wheel him into the scanning room. That was weird. Yeah. And his head gets <laughs> scanned off. Yeah. Trapped off. And his body falls into this like pit of ice yeah, to like preserve it. Yeah. Um, anyway. And then it's like Nora is like waking him up and you can kind of see like pixelated things coming together. And she's like, I want you to think. And I don't know, trying to get his like brain waves, even though he has no brain anymore. So it's hard to explain. Um, just him like waking up in Lakeview, which looks right. like a very fancy uh, hotel. Main resort. Yeah. Like it's gorgeous. Like fall. Anyways, it's kind of cool too. So she kind of introduces herself, but she's like, I can't say my name. Mm -hmm. um, and just anytime you need people or you need me, just say Angel and then I'll be there, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, the, the, the rest of the episode is nathan kind of navigating lakeview and it seems really great but there's certain things he can't access so like he tries to buy <laughs> like a snack from his snack bar and it's like you don't have money in your account and so it's like his account is actually linked to ingrid's account mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of things like his hair there's like a little piece of hair sticking out that's bothering him because when nora did his picture she like had the hair sticking out and then um yeah like he keeps trying to get in contact with ingrid and she's very busy and i don't really know i mean it's just it ends up just not being like he can't get food all the time and like things get shut yeah. down and like he's always running into the, like the same person on the elevator or mm -hmm. the waiter or whatever. And yeah. that reminded me of the good place with like Janet. So yes. like that whole piece where they say Janet and she comes and it's, you know, and then she just appears. Yeah. Uh -huh. So 
it's it's an interesting concept to a show. They eventually he sees like I think Luke tells him like, hey, yeah, if you don't want to be here, there's like a data hole that mm-hmm. people try to get back to their body, but really like it just tears you apart and your conscious is lost or whatever. And so eventually yeah. everything is just irritating to him. And so he decides he's gonna go do that. Um and so then Nora runs to stop him and she she shows up on the screen via VR mm-hmm. and introduces herself and just tells him. And I think that's like a actually very moving speech. It is. Um, when she says that, it's just, you know, there's lots that you do have to live for and like that it'll all be gone when you're gone. And this is a mm-hmm. new life and a new opportunity and it's a big step, but you can do it. And then this is where he realizes like she's not AI and that she's actually a person. Yeah. And yeah. So then they walk back to the house and then as she's leaving her job um we see this like computer mouse move on her screen everybody's gone the like office is kind of like shut down and you just start seeing these files from his memory in the file that she dropped like the damaged files just being Mm -hmm. deleted Mm. and that's where the episode ends yep there you go yeah it makes me think like there's a couple of things like clearly like he never says what he was coding because he can't remember it that's true he was trying to recall it somebody was like hey what did you make and he's like oh i made and then like he can't even remember so part of it makes me think he was actually like killed on purpose because Mm -hmm. his car wasn't wouldn't stop and then when he tells luke like yeah i i like my self-driving car you know, ran into a truck. He's like, that's never supposed to happen. Like that's exactly. super, it's that doesn't proof. happen. Yeah, that's and then, so then you're like, Oh, is somebody messing with him? And then there's something sketchy with Ingrid. And mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, what was he and his friend working on? Was it something that was like super secret and going to make a big change and whatever. But it, it's this idea, like paying to get into like a really great heaven. It's still that inequality, which is really interesting. Like yes. if you're poor, you don't, you can't afford to do it well and also it's not just getting there is the thing like the fact like you mentioned he wanted a cup of coffee and then he couldn't grab it because it's an in-app purchase and there's literally like app bots that are walking around there's like this orbit gum salesman who's like walking around this you know hotel lobby and he's like do you want some orbit gum and and sometimes you can see people who are buying it and they look like a Sims person that has this like coin yeah. hovering above their head. And it's just, it's fascinating because even when you're in the wealthiest one there is, yeah. there's still ways to be like segregated based on mm-hmm. well economic inequality and such like an that. interesting concept. Yeah. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but I do want to mention Um, I don't know. You can. Go for it. Later on, you'll even see there's the two gig people. Oh. Where like once a month or like for the entire month, they only have two gigs to use. Oh. Whereas, you know, Ingrid was like bragging about, oh, unlimited data on both sides. And they live like in the basement of the, the building and everything is just like white it looks like an insane asylum type of thing where everything is just like padded and white because it's like even just talking you could they even have they have like their gig amount kind of floating by their head 
and it'll go down as they breathe or as they speak. And then once they hit zero, they literally, they gray out and they're just frozen until the end of the month. Yeah. And that's like, even in the same building. Yeah. Is that the case? So interesting. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I like it. Okay. (laughs) Should we go to our, like, should we do ratings and reviews? Uh, yes. we're gonna do our ratings and reviews now um rotten tomato the average tomato meter was 92 percent which is yeah that's a big number for never having heard of this show in my (laughs) also average audience score was 81 Mm percent so even that was very high imdb the whole series is 7.9 and the pilot is 7.6 yeah yeah a little bit lower a little bit lower Mm mm-hmm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this one. Oh, like based on how you yeah. think? Yeah, I think so. Anyways. Interesting. Do you have some reviews? Yeah, I have one. Um, it's by uh, Roger, or it's on uh, Roger Ebert. Okay. Um, and this is about season one. And there's just one paragraph that I thought was um, interesting. Um, and it's talking about there is and there's problem number one like they're talking about the show obviously and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden well here's a problem while aloe so that's the actor who plays nora Mm -hmm. is charming enough to keep viewers mildly engaged and wishing she was in a better project it's undefined why she really sees anything in nathan beyond his genetic gifts Hmm. it's not that amel is bad but he's an underwritten character Although he makes that much better than Edwards, who is the char- the actor who plays Ingrid, who has been given a shallow girlfriend trope that feels beneath Daniel's in every way. The characters here are stunningly thin, and comedies like this don't work if we don't care about the people stuck in the high-concept predicament. Even the clever vision of The Good Place is nothing without its performances and people. It's as if Daniels and his team were so caught up in creating their digital world that they forgot to put anyone interesting in it or give them something to something to do worth caring about. Interesting. Do you agree with that? Um, actually, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, from the pilot episode. Okay, got it. I think the more you watch, uh, it it's like especially Nathan's character develops more, but it's true. Like just watching this pilot episode, you're like, you see him um, staring at himself in mirrors because he is like fascinated with how he looks, you know? And, and like you mentioned, his avatar has a little hair thingy that Nora specifically like left in, even though she and even her friend were like, wow, this man's really handsome. Um, and, and his character in Lakeview, like meets this guy, this other, you know, uploaded person. And the guy's like, your hair's a little weird. Is it a wig? And then like, Nathan just goes off on the fact like, no, it's not a wig, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, why? It's just interesting that the pilot speaks so much about, or like kind of shows him a little self-absorbed. Yeah. But then honestly, just like this review says, they don't really show too many redeeming qualities at first 
to like justify why Nora is like intrigued by him. Like immediately. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I agree with that. I think as an audience though, you can see as an audience member and someone who knows nothing about the show, you can tell he has endearing qualities though. So like there's something about him that seems charming, whereas he seems like the kind of guy who maybe got a little caught up and like, you know, his looks and all that. But like the way he is with his niece is really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. The way he is with like his best friend, you can tell like, and even the fact that he's with Ingrid, but doesn't, he knows she's not a good person. <laughs> um, he keeps asking for his mom. I think it would make more sense if Nora were watching the memory of him, like with his niece mm-hmm. or like him having like a nice conversation with his mom instead of the ones of him, like riding a motorcycle and staring at himself. Right. And like, yeah, I agree with that. I actually think that's like a pretty good review. It doesn't make sense that she is interested in him as a person. Cause he comes off as like very arrogant, but also then she sees him like crying and like, so she sees that's him in true. more of those like vulnerable moments where he's scared yeah. and whatever. Now. And I'm just saying that's just from the pilot. Like, yeah. If you go on to further episodes, you're like, oh, now yeah. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> now totally. it makes sense. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So I just looked up a couple of, well, just one review really um, in the Hollywood Reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, and this article is written by, oh, geez, it's a long article. Uh, someone named Daniel Feinberg. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just like talks about how he's relating it a little bit to like The Good Place and then a show called Forever, which I've never heard of. Um, and he says that when it comes to comparisons with comedies from former Daniels collaborators, though it's possible to up that upload actually has more in common with King of the Hill cohort Mike Judge's Idiocracy. Um Upload is focused on life after death and all of the high-minded stuff, but it's primarily a satire about late-stage capitalism, scathing Mm -hmm. and hilarious in some moments, sloppy and formless in others. And um, one of the sections, one of the paragraphs says, um, where the good place looked at heaven in the ethical terms of lives well-lived and who does or doesn't deserve a positive outcome, Daniels just looks at heaven as a thing you can afford regardless of the mortality or sorry, regardless of the morality of the life you lived, the show's amusing anger is in the disparity between what a Koch brothers esque billionaire gets and a pathetic two gigs underground space where, where poorer people are forced to live on reduced data and have to dine in a lean cuisine sponsored cafeteria. (laughs) 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 Yep. Um, so maybe the good place and its optimistic moments offers an idea of heaven as we wish it might be an upload and it's more pessimistic moments offers an idea of the afterlife as we fear it might be. Mm. Um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting idea of like one, you know, how I feel about like the capitalist idea. And that's probably what draws <laughs> attention to this show is like, you're not just in heaven. It's really what you can afford. That's going to yeah. make it like worth living mm-hmm. all right should we go on to our own reviews yeah our own ratings okay mm-hmm. you go first okay so with acting i'm going to say for the pilot episode somewhere between a four and a 4.5 mm-hmm. i always think it's kind of difficult when you first start an episode to like have the characters but like you said um how you don't really know who Nathan is until like later in the episode. I still really like him. And I still think that the acting is like 
pretty entertaining. Like there was a few moments I laughed out loud. So I'm going to actually go with 4.5 on that. Mm-hmm. The score, I I liked the music. I thought it was like whimsical and cute. And I like that they threw in um, like throwback songs, like when yeah. Nora's walking into her office and she's listening to, I don't even know Mary who Mary J. Is. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then G6. Like there's just some random, it's like, <laughs> it's just funny to me. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to say 4.5 on the score. I think with the script, I actually feel like this is a really interesting idea. I It's something that is like adjacent to things we've heard in the past and like adjacent to storylines and kind of shows a futuristic uh, concepts. And so I think for me, I'm going to say a five because I feel like it's just really well... Um, I'm trying to think. It's, it's like really well designed in that there are more than one things going on in mm-hmm. this show that you're not really aware of. So like the conversation of what happens after you die, um, what happens, like, would you choose to go somewhere where you could be with somebody in like a digital afterlife or would you chance like there being a heaven or not being a heaven? And the conversation of what you can afford, I just think it's fascinating. And then there's like that, there's that storyline, but then there's also the storyline of what happened to Nathan? Like, it seemed really sketchy that his girlfriend was pushing for him to upload when he just had a punctured lung. Like, that was mm-hmm. weird. Like, he was like, I'm feeling fine. They're like, no, you're dying. You're dying of a punctured lung. Is that... <laughs> you could have surgery. Anyways, it just seemed weird. And then, like, something sketchy, you know, I like how it ended with this idea that, like, his memory is being deleted, like, literally. And, um, yeah, so I think that's... I think it's interesting how it's weaved in and out as a comedy but also there's like some mystery and drama to it yeah makes me want to watch it more five Mm -hmm. actually um i watched the second episode i think or i got halfway through it and it just makes me want to keep going and i like that the seasons are short uh something about knowing that there's only like eight episodes in a season also makes me want to watch stuff more because i know (laughs) i can like get through it if that makes sense Hmm. So my overall score is going to be average to a 4.75, um, and I'm going to leave it at that. I think that's like a high score, but I, it's definitely a show I'm surprised I hadn't heard of, hmm. and I'm I think it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so for me, acting and characters, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Mm-hmm. I thought a little bit in the pilot. I felt like Nora or what Andy Allo. Uh-huh. I don't know. I didn't think her acting matched everyone else's. So it's kind of like, it just fell out of place. Um, and I actually think that continues throughout the whole series for me. But anyway, um, but then when it comes to like character development, like I'm saying, like I said before, um, I think Nathan's character is a little inconsistent or it's just like not explained well, yeah, yeah. Um, or portrayed well in the pilot episode. So, but still, four point five is pretty high. Soundtrack and score. I'm gonna give it a five out of five. I think it's a lot of fun. Like you already mentioned, there's Maroon Five, but then also Beethoven's Fifth. Like you know, like playing in the same episode, and then there's just like kind of bouncy background music, but then also some like calming stuff. I mean, I think it really does add to the show, but then I also think it like fits in with 
the concept. I mean, who's to say that that music as it actually isn't even playing for the uploads themselves, you know, mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. in a digital world, like they could have calming music playing um, in their Victorian style lodge. Yeah. So that's a five for the script. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think it's pretty high because it's witty and interesting. Like you've already said, I love how they take like normal type of things from 2020 and then like project it just a little bit more into the future so that it's like, it is still futuristic, but it's like, oh yeah, we get it. Like you already said at the beginning. Um, and the attention to detail, little things like the sun reflecting off of the lake's waves is actually a gif that repeats just a little too fast. <laughs> so it's like, you can tell it's a little off, but it's like, man, who thinks about things like that, you know? But it really does add to the whole feel of the show. And I love that stuff. Um, makes me want to watch it more. It is five out of five. I, I immediately went through like the whole season in probably a day and a half. Um, and I'm still going now that I know that there's more episodes because <laughs> I thought it was over. Um, but really what caught me what got me the most interested was all the little detail things. I just love, I think it's so funny. Um, like they have a, almost like a 3d printer, but it's like an oven. And so they're like cooking food and you think the steak's going to taste really good. Oh, but I think, I think your fat cartridge is low. I mean, it's like <laughs> things like that where you're like, ew, but yeah, we probably will get there, you know? So anyway, I'm like fascinated by that stuff. Um, and also, yes, the very end, with the like memory things mm -hmm. being deleted and you're like, what is going on? So anyway, if I were to average this, it would also be a 4.5 and I'm going to leave it there because I oh. really think it's a good show. I actually, when I was watching it myself before I went up to my mom and um, I was like, mom, I'm watching this new show and I'm going to continue it right now. Like I didn't even, I just like turned on her TV to keep watching my show and like, she was hooked from like the third episode. And I let me just tell you, listeners, to get my mom interested in a show, it takes a lot. So that's pretty good. That's pretty high. And I think I think a lot of people would like this show for for many reasons, you know? Yeah, I would agree with that actually. I, I think it's I hadn't heard of it. I like kept thinking I'm like, yeah, I think my parents would really like this show. Mm. There is some like random sex and there is like cursing but it's not gratuitous yeah but i mean it is definitely rated mature yeah so be careful um yeah but you're right i mean i don't think it's bad bad i'm fine yeah. with it <laughs> yeah that's good yeah if and definitely fine with it yeah then anyone would be fine with it um but then like as you keep going i'm really interested to know if you keep watching this and how you feel about it because the more you learn, I just, I want to talk to you about it, Brittany. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I'll have to keep watching. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. So this is a, again, this is a Amazon original show. So you can watch it on Prime called Upload. And it's in the third season now. So um, check it out. Check it out. Yeah. You can, you can stream all of it. Okay. Next week. turn are you ready i'm so ready okay so 
I have been currently watching a show that it's like really timely. <laughs> Nobody's heard of it. It's just supposedly the best show ever written. Just kidding. Everyone's heard of it. And I'd never watched it. The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an HBO show. Um, it kind of was like a kickstart show to a lot of really good shows. Um, it's the first time there's like a character that is you're not supposed to root for, but you are kind of rooting for. So mm-hmm. think like Walter White from Breaking Bad and Dexter from Dexter. And so anyways, we're going to be watching the pilot episode of HBO's original series, The Sopranos. Cool. I'm ready. I think you are. It's a mob show. Yep. all right all right well listeners thanks for listening and we will hopefully be getting some polls out about episodes and guests Mm -hmm. and things like that so um yeah thanks for listening and we will talk to you soon yeah thanks everyone for listening okay bye bye anna marie bye Brittany. You want to go ahead and start us out again? (laughs) I want to use that one for the end. (laughs) Oh, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was perfect. I mean, we could keep it. You want to keep it? Of course. Okie dokie. Okay. Well, um, so, okay, now that your cat has been removed. um, One of them. Yeah. Well, hopefully the one that meows. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not kidding. I don't know why I said that.